0: Good morning. Welcome to Trainwreck Marriage. I'm Dave Touchton.
1: And I'm Susan Touchton.
0: Hey, uh, we're coming to you this week. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I keep saying our life can't get more chaotic, but sure enough, it does. Um, kind of living proof that, um, just living proof that being a Christian isn't always easy, isn't always fun. Uh, life does not get easier, but you deal with situations Differently, They don't affect you the way that they did before. And, you know, I think through the last 10 years, well, let's go 15 years back before God really got a hold of me. I mean, uh, there would have been dead bodies that I'd have left on the side of the road after the last three or four weeks. Um due to the fact of I felt this needed to be said or this needed to be said, and I needed eh, some of it was control. Some of it was stupidity. Some of it was trying to make my father proud. Some of it was, I mean, there's a whole list of things. But, um, you know, I ran into a situation where, you know, um, it's not even somebody I dislike, just somebody I've got a disagreement with and how to handle it and what that looks like. And a friend of ours posted on Facebook, and it slapped me right in the forehead, just like a 2 before somebody base professional baseball player swung. I mean, just almost knocked me down. Um, what she posted was, just because we disagree on issues doesn't mean I won't love you fiercely. It is because God is love that I know how to love. And I guarantee you, I'm more worthy, unworthy of that love than you are. And it, it really just slapped me for multiple reasons. Um, there's, there's two or three people that we've disagreed and I just keep my distance from because I feel like it's better. Um, part of it is I want to be right. Um, part of it is I want them to be wrong. Um, and, and so this really, I've mulled over this for two days. So I've had a lot of time to kind of just dwell on who I am. Why, why do I do what I do? What causes me to do what I do and where does it come from? And, you know, um, when we get in disagreements with people, there's usually aggravation. Somebody's mad. Somebody's this. Um, and Jesus called us to love people. Um, And it, it wasn't when the conversation, convince them you're right. Make sure that they know they're wrong. I mean, when you really kind of start breaking it down, and I am a thousand times better than I was 15 years ago by all means, but I still have it and this one um kind of hit me and i don't know what she's going through or or maybe it was just for me but i guarantee you that i am more unworthy of the love than you are you know I, that shows a lot of humbleness that that shows a lot of um caring um because it it really is one of those things that you know, you're, you're willing to put your, you beneath them as they're being better, which uh, again, just really kind of slapped me in the forehead of when I deal with people I disagree with, how do I handle that? My MOs, usually I get angry and, and then I kind of calm down and then just like I'll avoid them. It's easier. Um, So it's really been one of those things that's been enlightening. And I wanted to share it this morning and kind of start it off. And if we get time, I got one more that just was another soccer. And if nothing else, it'll be for next week.
1: Well, and I think, you know, we're living in a time now and the world right now, probably more than or as much as we've ever seen it before is living in disagreement. Disagreement. Um, and you know, that what she posted was a beautiful thing is because we are not going to agree with everybody. Um, we're not going to have the same values as everybody. We're not necessarily going to, um, have the same thoughts, beliefs, all of that. And so, but in spite of all that, Jesus calls us to love everybody, um, because they are all, everyone is a child of God. Um, he formed and created everyone. And um, by their choices, their upbringing, a whole lot of things that we don't need to necessarily go into, um, they have different thoughts than we do. They have different values than we do. They have different perspectives on things than we do. But we're all, we'll call to love each other as if we were loving another family member. And that's kind of a hard concept to grasp when um, they may be so far from what you believe or think. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to hang out with them all the time, that we need to spend a lot of time with them, that we need to. Because if you look at the accounts of Jesus, and he um, was on a journey, and people came to him, and people followed him. He spent time with really 12 people. Um, he spent a lot of time, close-knit time with them, but only with 12. The rest of the people that he encountered or that he loved or whatever, he had an encounter with them. He didn't necessarily spend a huge amount of time with them. So, um, you know, we want to find, I think, people that... Um, can be part of our, you know. I've got a couple of ladies that I really want to get close to, so that because we have a lot of the same beliefs, we have a lot of the same thoughts. They're an encouragement to me, and I'm an encouragement to them. Um, and so those are the people that I want to hang out with, for lack of a better word. Um, and but still love everybody else in the process. Um, and so I think. You know, granted, we don't necessarily agree with everybody, um, but God God does call us to love everybody because he loves us unconditionally. And like that, um, what a post said is, you know, I'm more unworthy of his love than probably you are, um, which is recognizing that we have sin, we have faults, we are not perfect, we are unlovable too, Um, but that we just learn to accept and love and then agree to disagree, for lack of a better word.
0: Well, I think that, uh, I, I think this leans into when you disagree with someone, do you ever ask why they think that? Or do you get on the defense? You know, I'm I dealt with a gal, uh great gal. See her once, maybe once a year, once every two years. Now in a store, God will bring us together. But um, she's a lesbian. She has uh, a husband. And, you know, uh, some people would automatically go down that road. God did not give me that. Uh, God was just like lover. Just... Share what I've done for you. Just no no condemnation, no, hey, you need to change, nothing. And you know, the longer I talked to her, I talked to her for almost two hours. Um, And in talking to her, she revealed to me that her first husband almost beat her to death. And she said, I'll never do that again. You know, sometimes we, we disagree with people, but we never dig into the why. We never care enough to dig into the why. We're just wanting to prove that our point's right. And I mean, maybe you're not that way, but most of the time, I mean, in my lifetime, very rarely do I ask why. I'm getting better about that, of why do you believe that, or why, you know, what's going on? What's happened? You know, asking some very basic questions. Um, But it also is about relationship because I started with my story and where how God had moved with us more than starting with her story and how I thought she was wrong. So, you know, it really kind of, um, this week I've really been uh, convicted to a point of talk to them. Don't assume that they're stories like yours and that they're wrong and they shouldn't have done it and so on and so forth. Start building a relationship. You know, I went to a recovery meeting, uh, a church is getting ready to start a recovery ministry. And, um, one of the things that they said that really struck me was relationship before recovery. And that was really kind of eye-opening to me because it was, um, you know, at the end of the day, we number one, we can't make them recover. That's, That's a God thing and that's a them thing. That's not a me telling them. But the other thing was the priority was the relationship. And I think we miss that sometimes when we get in disagreements.
1: Well, and I think, you know, a couple of thoughts on that. Um, first of all, you're right. The relationship is so huge because, you know, if they can't, they can't be drawn to Jesus unless they see him in someone um, and and developing that relationship, letting them know um, where you've been, that they're not alone and how God has you know, rescued you, redeemed you, forgiven you, um, so that they know that there is hope, that they know that there is recovery on the other end. Um, But also, you know, ever since my sister passed away, um, you know, God's really shown me how important relationships really are. You know, we work really, really hard at our jobs and we are so... Busy raising our kids and going to work and you know, how many times I have said, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Okay. That is just an excuse. What I'm telling somebody is I'm too busy to make you important enough to make the time in my schedule to spend with you because I've got this to do this, to do this, to do when in all reality, this, this, and this that I have to do will be there tomorrow or when I get to it. The relationship and building that relationship may not be. Um, you know, none of us are promised tomorrow, and I don't really want to chase this rabbit, but none of us are really promised tomorrow. And so having that relationship and taking the time to spend with people is what god has called us to do he didn't call us to be busy all the time and he didn't call us to work so hard that you're killing yourself or that you're stressed out or that you're whatever the case may be he called us to love other people well you can't love other people if you're not spending time with them and trying to build a relationship with them
0: well and as susan was talking i've got a friend that uh we're talking back and forth, and one of the things that I sent him was, I, I'm praying for you that the situation that you're so focused on, that God wants you to be that focused on Him. Hmm. And, you know, sometimes, whether it be business, whether it be kids, whether it be whatever, I mean, there's always something in life. We're empty nesters, and so there's always something. And are you as focused on God as you are what you see as the problem or the thing you need to fix? Because that's, you know, it's one of those things that if you're looking for freedom, the first question is, what are you focusing on today? Is it a relationship? Is it the kids? Is it, um, you know, negative, positive? Is it your attitude? Is it, you know, because that's the thing is sometimes we get so focused on whatever little toy. We're kind of like a cat or a dog chasing something. We get so focused on that. We kind of get tunnel vision and don't really pay attention to everything. And the other scripture, which is kind of a good segue right into uh, another one of the Facebooks this morning, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understandings. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right path. You know, uh, trusting the Lord um, is really one of those things that, How do you trust them if you're not focusing on them or that you're involved with them daily? I mean, I I think of our marriage. Um, If me and Susan seen each other on Sunday for one hour, um, how good of a marriage would we have? How good would our relationship be? And. You know, everybody's got their own thing. Some read great, and they read every morning, and they do. Some of us, which is me, either listen to the Bible or listen to different pastors because I'm not a strong reader. But it's not that it's right or wrong. It's, are you spending time with him? And what does that look like? Because it, you know, um, the stress we carry in the world um, is by choice, and it's called control. Um, and I'm, I trust me, I know it because I am. Um, but when you don't rely on your own understanding that, that, you know, that kind of segues really great into, you know, we think we have control of our world and our day to day. And as Susan said, when her sister died, she found out very quickly she's not in control. And, you know, it, it really is really is a thing that should make you pause today
1: well you know and your own understanding is going to lead you astray and it's going to um you're not going to understand why things happen and all of that you know and trusting in the lord like david said if you're not spending time with him um how can you trust him and honestly there's times um when things are really difficult and bad things happen. How can you trust in the Lord when things aren't going the way that you think they should be going? How can you trust in the Lord when, you know, you're living a life that you never dreamed of. You thought it would be better. You thought it would be easier. You thought it would be dot, 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 um, and then you're telling me to trust in the lord but it goes on to say lean not on your own understanding because we don't understand what his plan is we don't understand that his plan is to prosper us to give us love and self-discipline and um you know and so what our understanding is is so far from what his understanding is. And so then it becomes hard to trust him because, well, he's doing this to me or this has happened versus just trusting that his plan is better. I've had more than enough opportunity to realize that no matter what happens, I have to trust his plan because it looks absolutely nothing like what I thought it would look like never in my wildest dreams did I ever think in my lifetime that I would lose my three siblings that was not even that was not part of my plan we were supposed to live this life all together we were supposed to take care of our parents I was supposed to have help with that never did I dream that that would be the case but God has a better plan and I have to trust that plan. Otherwise, I will go crazy. And so his understanding and his plan and his ways are better than my ways. And I can only sit here and say that truthfully because of the amount of years that I have spent trying to be like him, reading his word, um listening to christian music feeding myself things of him otherwise it would be very difficult for me to trust his plan because i would have all of my mind you know it would be all about me um, instead of about him and it's it's by the grace of god that and i i pray lord draw me close to you Show me what, you know, show me who you, more of who you are. Help me to trust you more. And um, again, it's just been years of following him and trying to get close to him that I'm able to fully trust him.
0: Well, and I I think it's one of those things, you said a key word and and it really kind of tinged me was expectations, what you expect Here's what I expect to happen. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't happen, then God must hate me or I've done something wrong or this, that, or other. And sometimes, you know, I think of the Garth Brooks song as we're sitting here, Unanswered Prayers. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we pray for things that are frivolous that God already knows is not what we need. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we, we go through this life thinking that we've got control over things and here's what I expect to happen. then when it doesn't, there's a big blow up and there's a big concern and there's a big dot, 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 um, whatever your MO is, um, eating negativeness, the, the alcohol. I mean, really, it's all over the board. You, you feel something in that void. That's not God. and, You know, it's because our expectations were not met. Somewhere, either we know that we should have done it and didn't, so we're kind of guilty, so we kind of blame or do whatever. Sometimes it is, I mean, you know, Eli told me when he was 12, I think, he's going to be a professional ball player. Awesome. Dude, all it takes is practice and hitting 300 balls a day. You can do it. But he didn't end up being a professional ball player. And so, you know, it's it's how you adjust to those things. Is it you or is it God that's setting the expectation? Um, and I, I think sometimes we set it so high that it's unreachable. It just really, um, it's unrealistic. my You know, and then we put pressure on our kids to perform the way we expect them. Um. In sports, I know I did. I expect you to play perfect every game. I don't expect errors. You know, you need to clean it up. And, you know, but really at the end of the day, did any of that matter? None of, my, none of our kids have played sports in college or professionally or anywhere. Um, but when they were growing up, my expectations helped sideswipe Who they are and and you know and I guess that's when you apply it to your life do you expect things to go really well every day and then when they don't whose fault is it instead of saying okay God I don't know why we're here but do you have something for me to learn is there is there something I'm supposed to learn through this aggravating time this situation this because I can promise you this if you don't ask the question you won't be looking for an answer he will have to sideswipe you like he did this week and just nail me in the forehead with the two before.
1: Well, and I think, uh, I, I would venture to say that when we have expectations and that's generally when I am at my most, when I get most disappointed is when I said, I expect David to, for an example, I expect him to get up and help me clean the house when he sees that I am busy doing all this stuff. Um, now I won't say anything to him, but I just expect that he sees that happening and him to get up and do it. Well, I'm disappointed nine times out of 10 (laughs) because I have set that expectation that does not align necessarily with God, but it's just an expectation that I have set. So do your expectations Align with what God has for you, because if they don't, then nine times out of 10, you're going to be disappointed. And I was, I was, when David was talking, it made me think of, um, so yesterday, um, God gave me um, just, I I don't know, I, I just wrote some things down about having faith and increasing my faith and, um, trusting more. And I wrote in my journal that that's a scary prayer to prayer is to pray is Lord, increase my faith, help me to have more faith. Um, the only way for God to help me, uh, to give me something, let's see. The only way for God to increase my faith is for him to give me something difficult so that I have to rely totally on him and have the faith to believe he will see me through it. Increase increase my faith is like saying, give me something that is too difficult for me to handle on my own so that I have to trust in you. And in Luke chapter 8 verses 40 through 56, it talks about the woman who is fighting through the crowd to try and just touch the hem of Jesus. Because she believes, she expects to be healed from 12 years of bleeding so she fights through the crowd she just touches his garment and she's immediately healed but she had 12 years of bleeding that no doctor no anything could fix but she had enough faith she knew Jesus well enough to go to him and just touch his garment. If I just touch his garment, I know I'll be healed. And then in that same passage, in that same area, Jairus had come to Jesus because his son was dying. And, um, so he just said, um, if you will, you know, go and, and his son was, long story short, his son was healed, but he expected something from Jesus. Otherwise he wouldn't have went to him and he knew who Jesus was. He knew that he could heal. And so he went to him. Um, but it says, have enough belief. I put have enough belief, faith, and you will be healed. You have to suffer in order to be healed. The message is believe, have faith. Trials will come. It is having enough faith that he will heal you through them. Um, I don't know why he doesn't heal some people from sickness or from dying and not others, but I have to have enough faith that his promises are true and that he has a plan and that Isaiah 55, 8 through 10 is factual and take comfort in knowing that he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. It's believing that he has a better plan and trusting in his thoughts and trusting in his ways, knowing that they are different than yours.
0: Well, and I, my my thing that really this morning is a handful of questions more than anything, and these apply to me as much as they do anyone, so it's not, a, um, not something I've figured out. How much do you trust God? What does that look like? When things get stressful, do you... What do you do? What does it look like? Do you get mad? Do you get glad? What What does it look like? Because, you know, where in your life is your expectations not being met? And at the end of the day, is does it really matter? I mean, yes, there, there are things that do matter, but realistically we're not promised tomorrow yes, we have to plan yes we have to assume yes we have to um go on but but I guess that you know I think of um I don't even know what scripture is, but your my yoke is light or you know and and the thing is I guess how are you carrying yourself today? are you are you wanting to change things or are you happy where you're at? Because that's really, that's the beginning of the discovery is asking yourself the question, are you happy where you're at? And if not, why is it expectations? Is it because life isn't fair? Cause I'm here to tell you life's not fair. Um, you know, I deserve this. I don't know what your situation is. But as, as we wrap up today, I really want you to focus more on you. Um, not everyone else. Not why you're upset and they should have and we should have and the kids should have and I expected this. But it, it really comes down to focusing on you of why do I not love people fiercely? Why am I angry? Why am I disappointed that didn't happen? Um, because I, again, I just today's just a really questioning myself more than it is anything. And all these questions run through my head of who am I truly? Am I truly someone that trusts God or not? And if I don't, Why? and have that conversation with God. I'll trust you. And here's why. He's he's a big boy. He's got broad shoulders. He if he can make the universe, he can walk you through this. And so I just encourage you today to really start asking yourself the tough questions and quit being mad at everybody when your expectations aren't met um because a lot of times you're creating your own stress. And so We just love you guys and we'd appreciate you sharing this with your friends and um, just go through today in a different way. Just start asking questions that you've never asked yourself before um, because then you can find peace and joy. Hey, we love you. We hope you have a great week.
1: There's a purpose and a reason. um, If it's to help other people, then so be it. If it's to be molded and shaped into who he wants us to be and who we will be in glory, then so be it. But the beauty of it is, is when we do get to heaven and when we do get to our eternal destination, we will not have to deal with any of this anymore. And if we can keep an eternity, Uh, mindset, which, trust me, is not an easy task. But if you just remember that this life is a journey to the other side, where there will be no tears, where there will be no suffering, where there will be no sickness, then just know that's coming. The journey's difficult. The journey's hard. But it's making you into who he wants you to be.
0: And as a final thought, as we wrap this up, um, you know, that's why your testimony is so critical because of everything Susan said, you have two choices, either help other people or live it alone. Mm. Um, and you know, the only way you get refined Mm. is by heating it up. Yep. Going through the fire. So, you know, we want to leave you as an encouragement that you're not the only one going through crap this week or this month or this year. Um, You know, everybody has their own baggage, but the more you start talking about it, the more you can help other people and make them realize that they're not alone. Hey, we love you guys. Please share this podcast. And uh, we'll hopefully we should talk to you next week. Yes. Have a great week.